Hello all, this is Blonde Haired Girl. I want to talk about, more about the nature of reality and how I came upon life. The only way that I know how to describe it exactly is life is a mystic. And those people who might be interested in a life as a mystic. Like, what is that? I didn't know what that that was. I knew throughout my life that I was, I had a propensity for these things. I had a propensity for why we're here and God and I guess maybe sort of the idea of religion. I was um, raised a Catholic and I, I, when presented with the information in Catholicism, there was some of it that I didn't quite, didn't quite resonate with me, but the teachings of Jesus certainly did. <laughs> and now it's, um, yesterday I went on this rant. I was, um, talking to my son we were walking we walked this golf course close to our house and yesterday we were talking about Jesus we were talking about the fixation on on Jesus's death for the forgiveness of sins and and we were just I was just on this rant about it and then I was talking about but what about when he he was able to to like defy the laws of physics like he was able to like calm a storm he was he turned water into wine so he he was able to tap into the power of god to change the molecular structure or the molecular components of things he was able to change something into something else through the power of god with intention um and he, you know, seemingly was able to actually heal sick people, um, have people see that could not see. He was able to um, cast out demons in people, um, all these different accounts for, and, and also to resurrect himself. You know, supposedly he somehow brought um, Lazarus back uh, but he was able to actually resurrect himself uh, through the power of God. He resurrected. He and um, he was seen in some form after his passing out of his physical body to prove once and for all that there is no death as we think of death. Our, our body may, yes, our spacesuit may, yes, indeed, go into the ground, but um, our, our whatever makes us us continues in some other form. So anyway, um, so I had this propensity for, for, I'm not even sure what the word is, because I don't like the word spirituality. I really don't like that word. Um, 
it, it has bad connotations for me personally. And so I, I, but I studied. I, I had studied the Bible quite a bit when I was young and throughout my life, but in my, I think it would have been my 30s because I had my daughter. So it would have been my early 30s that I, that I set off on a journey outside of the Bible and started reading all kinds of material. But the one that struck the biggest chord with me that I would consider my guru was David Hawkins, MD, PhD. He wrote Power Versus Force. And he, his works just resonated with me. I don't, I don't, I cannot tell you why, but they just did it. And he actually writes about mysticism in his books. He wrote a great many things in his books. His books are just packed full of information. I mean, some of the most, I mean, he, he was just an unbelievable mind, unbelievable mind. And anything you want to know, you just go into his texts and, and it's in there. Um, but I studied and studied and studied and studied his works and I just could not figure out what he was saying. I'm just going to put it out there. I mean, it was, he used words. Like I had to constantly be looking them up in the, in the dictionary. He used all these words that I just couldn't even, um, keep up with. But the word mysticism is one of them. I was like, what is a mystic? And, and it, it just felt like for these people, like far off, you know, not necessarily in India, but I mean, or in you know, Tibet, not like monks, but like, what is a mystic? What is that? It just sounded so esoteric to me. And then something started happening. I think it was uh, 2016. I think it was like, I wrote in a journal, I wrote, I actually wrote out my will because I thought something was happening. I thought I was going to die or something. Like I knew something profound was happening in my life. And all of a sudden, I started to just see these numbers. It started out with numbers, and it started out with 11s. I started seeing 11s throughout the day, but also 11-11, that pattern. And I, and I, like, I, I gotta tell you, just weird stuff, like, I went to this, um, this cafe that I often went to to eat. And the total was 11, 11. How in the world does that even happen? 11, 11 is the total. At a cafe, at a, at a pub in town. It's weird. I'm just saying it's really weird. And so, and then I start like, like things start to, to sort of, of, I start to have these synchronicities, but they're really, really kind of far apart. Synchronicities are a really weird thing. Most people would deem them as coincidences. Um, in fact, my friend continually does not see them as synchronicities. 
she's still, oh, that's a coincidence. This is a small town. She still poo-poos my, 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 what I say, generally speaking. And so I, I just don't even know what to do with that. But anyway, (laughs) you know, and it's not up to her and it's a good thing. It's not a, you know, it's really, really hard to believe these kinds of things happen this way, but they actually do. Where um, yesterday I was driving home and I saw this license plate that said, nice to see you. And I say that phrase a lot to my children. It's nice to see you. And so now my son says it back to me. Nice to see you, Mom. (laughs) But anyway, and I've actually seen, like, license plates that have said, you know, and this license plate would have, like, something that is pertinent to myself or, like, if you were thinking about this in your own life, it's pertinent to you. You know, so it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. It's the pertinence to you. And I see these like three numbers, like the same number, like three, 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 nine, 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 one, 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 six, six, six. I see these patterns actually every day. Every day I have them. And so, but like for example I'll give you another example of synchronicity and this was the first and actually years ago I started to do this um even before this probably 2016 I had I was in a really bad place um I was just doing so badly in my body I um don't even know how to say and I don't even want to go back there but so I pray to God. I'm like, please, I need, I need a sign, and I need one that's undeniable. And <clears throat> I had a thing about rainbows at the time, and so I, so I asked God to send me a sign, and I opened up like Facebook or something, and there was this picture of this double rainbow that was taken over like Niagara Falls and it was just so crazy to see this and I remember just crying there are times where these things happen and they just make me cry they still make me cry like for example the other day I was having a moment and I just cried out to God I was like oh please I just really and they sent me this this song on the radio that would only have pertinence to me um so okay so i start to have these synchronicities and they start to really get very very powerful in 2017 i and then i'm i'm and, I, and this is something that I'm going to share that I normally have not shared, but I've been listening to Coast to Coast, <laughs> which I know it's like these, these little doozies that I come out with out of left field, I know. I've been listening to Coast to Coast, and yesterday I was listening to a guy who is a channeler, and he hears these. So he, 
And I, and I have said in earlier podcasts, you know, I've asked if I'm channeling, and I don't know, maybe I am channeling. I channel an entourage of my, of my, my entities, my sentient beings that are with me all the time. Um, I believe that they are all kinds of, of beings. Some of them have passed out of their bodies that I know, like family members, friends. Um, but some of them are angels. And I also believe that I have, um, I guess, beings that I cannot see that some people would consider extraterrestrials. Um, I also have animals. Uh, this is what I know only about my own. I believe everybody has an entourage. Not everybody is paying attention or believes in such a thing. If you don't believe in such a thing, you're obviously not going to be in touch with your entourage. Um, so they have been like talking to me over the years for many years. I remember the first time that I, that I can remember to tell you about I had been given a message that my dad was going to pass away. And five years later, he did. Um, they told me he was going to pass away, but I would be okay. And um, and I have been okay because my dad is part of my entourage. <laughs> so my dad is with me all the time. And, th- and I had this really weird knowingness when he passed out of his body that he was with, still with me. It was really weird, like... I I had a real I I was very well. It actually changed the trajectory trajectory of my life. I was never quite the same after losing my dad. I um, for many years I had really, in some ways, lost my luster, because he he was so integral in my life. And I'm talking about these two people, and it's interesting, I'm talking about David Hawkins and my dad, and both of these people passed out of their body on the same day of the year, not the same year, but the same day. They both both passed out of their body on September 19th, um, which is very, very meaningful to me personally. It wouldn't be meaningful to everyone, but it's very meaningful to me that these two people who had huge impact on my life would both pass out of their body into their next adventure on the same day of the year. <laughs> Just feel like that is some kind of weird gift from God for me personally. And I'm actually glad that I didn't know. I didn't know when David Hawkins passed out of his body. I didn't know. It was in 2012, and I'm glad at the time I didn't know because my niece had just passed away and I I don't think I could have handled really at that moment two tragedies because I was I was I was really in a huge state of grief over the loss of my niece which was a life-changing event for me when she passed um that was in 2012 August of 2012 so so I'm trusting along on this journey, um, and in 2017, I start to have some like really, really weird things going on that are, that are, and so they basically ramping up, uh, at this point, 
really weird things are happening in my life and I'm not recognizing them. I don't know what they are. I don't know what signs to take, frankly. Because it just seemed like things were being delivered to me in these really, really meaningful ways and I'm acting on them. And and now I'm just, I, a lot of times I, I really take these things depending on what they are I realize that it's the meaning that I give to them or the weight that I give to them. But when they first started happening, I didn't know what was happening. And I was also getting a lot of messages. I was getting messages, you know, basically about being that something was coming and that I was, I was, I didn't have to worry because it was going to come to me and, um, and at this point, I'm, I'm, I'm not realizing how incredibly empathic that I was. I didn't know. I didn't know how to recognize these things or I didn't know how to vocalize. I didn't know what they were. So even in experiencing it, I'm like, I have no idea what the hell is an empath. I don't know. So I, but I do know that in my life, I'm having a hard time because I'm, I can walk into a room and I can feel the energy of the room. And and it may not even be directed at me, but it's such a contrast to how I feel when I'm not in the room that I really am having a hard time in that room with those people, with the energy of who they are or what they're emanating. Um, it's such a direct contrast to when I'm not with them. And I'm also starting to have these moments where I'm, where I'm talking to people. And at the time I was a coach, so I'm like coaching people and I'm talking and it's like I'm not talking. It's like I'm not the one who's talking. Something else is talking through me. It was just really weird. That's all I have to say. Just the most bizarre stuff. Sometimes I'm not entirely sure that I'm not that I wasn't like actually seeing scenarios in my head of things that were happening. Um, I think that there was some kind of um, clairvoyance. I'm not entirely sure that I wasn't hearing people's thoughts. Um, I was starting to just perceive things in this really, really weird way. And it all came to a head in May of 2018. Um, and I've shared that I had this really, really profound experience of the love of God. And then my life is just, bam, whatever it was, it went exponential. It was like the volumes on a radio just being dialed up. And the speed with which these synchronicities were happening were beyond my comprehension. Like, I just didn't even know what to do. I really didn't. And so I was basically in a pretty bad way at this point. Um, in the sense that I I was questioning a lot of things. I had like five scenarios. So I was either dead and didn't know it. I had a brain tumor. I was in a coma and didn't know it. 
I was crazy, like literally had lost my mind, or I was having some profound God experience. And I continually had to ask myself that question because there were there are still times where I question whether I am alive or dead, which I know sounds really weird. Sounds really weird, right? Um, because it's such a shift in perception that that I couldn't, I I didn't know how else to describe it. It was like it was like my perception was one thing one day, and then the next day, my perception about everything has changed. And so these were the things, these were the impressions that I were get, was getting. I was getting the impression that we were going into a time where the consciousness of the planet was in a place of the possibility of world peace, heaven on earth, us being able to live the life of our dreams. And it's all based on our beliefs. It's all based on our beliefs, our ability to love who we want to love, and to live lives that we want to live. Now, I want to go back and say I'm not condoning or I'm not promoting things that some people are promoting on this planet right now. I am adamantly against anything having to do with children and any kind of heinous crimes towards children. I'm adamantly, that is, has nothing to do with what I'm talking about. When people act out of love, they would never hurt a child. They would never hurt a child if they were acting out of love. They would never hurt anyone. They would never hurt any creature. They wouldn't hurt anything if they were acting out of love. So I really want to to make sure that I am I am putting that out there. Um so being able to live the life of our dreams and and also this idea of unconditional love because what we've been presented many times in this world is very conditional if you do this I will love you and it's not expressly said it's it's implied through a a removal of love it's implied that if you don't behave the way that I want I'm not going to love you. And I don't love you anymore because you're not who I think you are. You're not you're not behaving properly and doing things the way I want you to do them, which is complete conditions. It's just complete conditional love. And I noticed even in myself, I don't know why I'm going off on this tangent. It's just that I think that I will do an entire podcast on this just on love because um, it it's really, really a weird concept and it has been so distorted in our society. You know, um, most people are many people, many, many, many people. And it's not really through any fault of their own. They've been socialized. We've been socialized through books. You know, I was like, TikTok had these, these girls were doing these, um, 
this series on this book, um, why guys love bitches. Sorry for the word. Why guys love bitches. And I was just, I'm listening to this and I'm just like, all of it is conditioning, conditioning to play games, conditioning to that our, our romantic relationships are supposed to be a certain way. We're supposed to be behaving a certain way in these romantic relationships. And 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 a certain way with our children and everyone in our life. You know? I mean it's really great when everything that everybody does things our way, right? And so, but I wanted to point out that I had noticed it with my children. I had noticed that what I, that I, and I became aware of that I would withdraw when they hurt me. I would, I would withdraw. And then I just decided, oh, screw it. I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm not going to withdraw my love. There's nothing that you can do that's ever going to make me not love you and not pretend to not love you. So that I can somehow, so I can somehow, um, get you to behave the way that I want you to, so that I'll feel loved, so that I'll feel like, like, you know, loved. And it all comes down to that is us not feeling loved. Either we're feeling loved or not feeling loved at any given moment. And here's the thing. It's not really about that, except that we can give ourselves that love. And I've come to a place of self-love that, you know, that I, I love myself. You know, I, I really do. I accept myself. I love myself. But um, I also found that it was in the act of loving. And yesterday, I, I even had this other, this other um, thought. That what happens is, is that you become, you're an energy, like you go through life in a loving way. And I saw myself as this sort of like this, not a net that, that you would like capture people in, but as you're, as you're going through life, you have this net and things just sort of fall into it and maybe stay for a while and then kind of fall out of it. And maybe some things are a little bit more attached than others, but it's sort of a way of being in the world and you just see, you know, um, the experience of love, to love someone, to care for them, to lovingly care, to take them into your care, to, to care what happens to them, to, to have their, their dreams be as big as yours because you love them. And so, and so that's a loving way of being in the world. And if we were all acting on this, and if we were all doing what we loved and getting a pay for that, what I noticed, because I had talked about this early in my, in my, um, pod, in my YouTubes, I had talked about people they're just being this change in paradigm on the especially in the US because I can't talk to the 
rest of the world because I don't know what the rest of the world's economy is. But in the U.S., it really just sucks. It just like, it just like, it is, it is, it just feels like, especially in the field that I'm in, like, like, I feel, and I, and I've always done a job that I loved. I loved being, working with people to try to improve their life, partnering with people to improve their life. I've, I've enjoyed this work for many years. Sorry about my young. Um, and I, I, uh, mostly I had worked with children zero to three with developmental delays. And so I would go into people's homes and their natural environments and I would coach them on how to um, interact with their child in a way that would promote their child's development. And I absolutely loved it. And this career path actually came to me. I didn't go to it. Um, but anyway, uh, so... So, and so what I've noticed though in the last few months has been this beautiful phenomena, especially on TikTok. And I'm sorry I talk about this app so much, but I just, on TikTok, there is just a number of people who have abandoned your normal paradigm of going and getting a job. And these people are doing what they love to do and they are making a living at it and it's scary and it's frightening and it is just amazing to watch um i was i was telling my son on our walk yesterday about this little girl she's pretty young she's a little girl to me she's not a little girl but um she had started a lollipop business and she was talking about how this person had cheated her. Basically, this person really did cheat her out of like $40 worth of revenue. So she had made her $40 worth of lollipops. And these are handmade lollipops. So, um, and this person had um, cheated her. And PayPal had given their money back and she got the, she got the actual shipment. And so they, she got her lollipops and her money back. And she said she lied and said that she didn't get the package. And so <laughs> I, I had thought to like just Venmo her some money. I was so bothered by it. I don't understand why people have to do that. Um, why can't people just be honest? It's not that hard. You know, a person's trying to start a little business, you know, just give them what they asked, you know, I mean, it's fair, you know, they knew how much they were on the outset, you know, and so that's just that, there's some people who do resin, um, there's just like so many of these little businesses out there, there's one guy who does these um, facets, and they're just absolutely stunning. These facets, um, he hand makes them. There's people who have abandoned their life and have, are living in vans. Um, their life, you know, conventional life. And they, they live in these vans and they travel and they do TikToks about their travels and um, 
I mean, just you, just people that are, that are saying, I want to live on my own terms. I don't want to be dependent on somebody for my livelihood. And it's such a beautiful thing to watch. It's just so beautiful to watch. Um, but anyway, so I had been told in the summer of 2018, the other thing was there were all these um, celestial events that were going on um, at the time. And so, and I, I, but these synchronicities were just like happening, like all on top of each other. Like I was having, it was almost like this constant stream of synchronicity. And I knew that something was really up. I did. I, I knew that. Um, and then I had to really learn how to live. And it took a while. It took a while for me to be able to function after this profound change. Um, I had a really hard time settling my thoughts. I had a hard time just sitting. I was, um, I was really, really struggling. Um, it was, it was a really hard time for me and I'm much more settled today than I had been for a while. Uh, I, I also like, I took a little bit of a different route. Like I, I ended up having jobs like legitimate jobs come to me and taking them in the interim. I really thought that money would be coming from different streams a lot more quickly than it did. Uh, and I have children. I'm a single mom. I, and I just didn't feel like I could just abandon my financial post and lose our house and become homeless. Um, and I do believe that God can provide and but I think that one of the ways that God is providing right at this moment is through uh, an income from a paying gig I call them my paying gigs until my unpaid gigs are paying more than my paid gigs <laughs> but um, I, I'm going to have to end this podcast in a minute and come back to this subject but I wanted to share something. Another thing that I had heard from listening to Coast to Coast yesterday was somebody who was talking about, um, I think he did like Time, Space, and Power. He wrote a book called Time, Space, and Power. And he was talking about this impression that he got of himself. He had like this near-death experience and he, or this this experience where he saw himself in his 30s and he and he had this impression and he knew all these aspects about himself and I had had an impression for years I don't know when the first time I had this but I had this impression that I was going to be walking up onto a podium I'm walking up these stairs to speak um, to an audience And so I had known that I was going to be speaking. I was going to be publicly speaking. I did not know what exactly I was going to be speaking about, but I do now. I do now. 
and when I when I think about this it is just so exciting to me it's so exciting to me even the thought like right now it just like gives me goosebumps um, to be able to have people be interested in in an a a vision of a way of being because actually my life is quite delightful the way that I actually live like these synchronicities you know I, I ha- guess that I have some blocks still that I'm working out I have some bugs some areas of my life that I am I'm challenged by but I I'm at it every day I'm at it every day of learning how to live in the trust and, and you know in some ways I think how could we not I mean how could we not trust that which created everything in the sense that that the air we breathe we are dependent on the air we breathe we are dependent on the heart that beats an entire life we are dependent on somehow our solar system our the earth the planet that we are stand, sitting on to be able to revolve around the sun that comes up every day to provide us with warmth how do we not see that we are utterly dependent on absolutely the source of all that is for everything it's an illusion it's an illusion that we we have autonomy that is the illusion the power that we have is the power of that which created everything <laughs> so it's kind of laughable it's kind of laughable to think that 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 we somehow have any any say outside of that outside of that power that dependence on the molecules that that are around us that make us so that we can have awareness be aware that we're aware be aware wake up and perceive it's just it's just the wildest thing so sometimes I I sort of berate myself in my head like how can you not how can you have fear ever when you have that which created everything And so I am going to end this podcast. I will be back with other ideas. Thank you for listening. And that's a wrap.